like a day-to-day as Stanley? Well, you wake up in the morning, your wife yells at you for a little bit, <laughs> and uh, you have some breakfast, then oh. you go to the office where oh. the people at the office yell at you for a while. Yeah. And then you try to look busy to impress everybody, and then you go home, yell a little more, have dinner, and go to sleep. Yeah. Well, no, it's, could... it's not like that. Yeah, we wish. I, I'm really the luckiest guy in the world because I work with artists and writers and producers and directors, and they're so interesting, and there's so much fun being with. And there's always some new comic book that's coming out or some new movie that's coming out. And most important of all, some new cameo for me that's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's pretty exciting. I know, and every time I know everyone when they're seeing a movie, they're like, when he, where is he going to pop up? Like, where is it? Like, everyone anticipates it. Like, you know, where's Waldo? But it's like, where's Stan, you know? Um, wait, wait till you see the new one. The, um, what is it? The, brigade, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. I have two cameos in it. <gasps> oh. So, so after you've seen the first one, don't get up and go home. There's another <laughs> one coming. <laughs> Whoa, you heard it here first, guys. It's C2E2. Um, you know, there's so many things, you know, coming from New York. You know, you grew up in New York. You know, you started writing at 14 years old, you know. Was that, like, uh, always a passion, writing? Was that what? Uh, what was that, always a passion, writing, oh, yeah. growing up? Well, no, my passion really was reading more than writing. Reading, yes. I loved to read. I would read anything. The label on a ketchup bottle, anything that had words I liked to read. And then <coughs> I was looking for a job, and I heard there was a job open at a publishing company for a guy to be an assistant. And I applied for the job because I was just out of high school and I wanted something to do. And I found out that they published sport magazines and um, adventure magazines, men's magazines, and comic books. And the job was open in the comic book department. There were two guys, you may have heard of them, Jack Kirby, Joe Simon. And they were running the comic book department at that time. And they needed an assistant, some guy to go down and get them their lunch <laughs> when they got hungry, <laughs> erase the pages. See, the pages were always uh, drawn in pencil. Then the uh, inker would go over the, the drawings in ink, but somebody had to then erase the page so that none of the pencil lines showed. So it was a very highly technical job, and luckily I was able to handle that. And that's what I did. I ran errands and I erased the pages. But little by little, they'd ask me to write a sentence or a line or, hey, we need some dialogue for this guy. We don't have time. You put the dialogue in. So I started writing. And then I don't know how it happened or why, but for some reason, these two guys, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, who were geniuses, but for some reason, they left the company. I didn't know whether they quit or were fired or what, or, or if it was because of me, they didn't <laughs> The way I erased the pages, I don't know. And I was all alone. So the next thing I knew, I was the comic book department. Wow. And our publisher didn't really care about the comics. He was interested in his other magazines. So I was able to do whatever I wanted. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting here on stage in <laughs> Chicago and 
boring the hell out of you people with this story. <laughs> no way. This is like gold for us. This is like memories for a lifetime. I know, Jose, you're a huge fan. Um, what was like your first comic that like you remember being like? I think the first thing I did, I, I came up with a name called The Destroyer. I think He was either a hero or a villain. I think it was probably a hero. And he destroyed things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Destroyer. <laughs> now, he was my first superhero. Didn't last very long. And, you know, I know a lot of people ask you about Spider-Man. Is there one hero or villain that you wish people would ask you about? Me? Oh! No, no. I, I like answering about Spider-Man. I, I like talking about all of them, really. But Spider-Man probably is the most popular. Right. And the best known all over the world. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty impressed with him. Yeah. That little guy. Yeah. What do you think gives Spider-Man the staying power that he's had all these years? What about it makes him so special to you even? Well, I think the fact that people think he could almost be them. He's an ordinary guy. He um, isn't rich. He, you can identify with him. When I, when I first wrote him, he was kind of a shy guy. He wasn't athletic at all. He was a student in school. Then he got bitten by the radioactive spider. Boy, I shouldn't give that secret away, but <laughs> now I said it. And um, again, I think people can relate to him. He, he's like them because he has money problems. He had an aunt who was ill and needed medicine. He had to take care of her. He wasn't the guy that everything was perfect for him. You know, like a guy like Clark Kent. <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned that. They're listening. So um, I think that's the reason he, was, he became as popular as he did. And also, not many heroes can stick to walls or shoot webs. I mean, that's yeah. kind of a, a cool thing, too. It's funny. I had it that he, he was a science student, and he was good at science. So he invented some webbing that he could wear a thing around his rest, his rest, rest, his rest, rest, his rest. And he'd push a button, and the fluid would come out, and it would be like a spider's webbing. Oh, yeah. And he could swing on it and so forth. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool, and that's why everybody today, they say, give me the spidey thing. You know, <laughs> he'd hit his finger. But when they did it in the movies, they made it that it's not a fluid that he carries with him, but it's his own body. It became like a spider. Right. And that's great, except I liked it better the other way because I liked in the story, suddenly he needs his fluid and he's out of fluid. <laughs> what does he do? He presses the thing and nothing happens. Now that never happens. He can always shoot his webbing. So I liked it better when it, it was a, a little more of a problem. But the funny thing is, people still say to me, if we take a picture, let's say, give the Spider-Man pose. So even though he doesn't do this anymore, people are still doing it all the time. Yeah. yeah I had one of those growing up. Yeah. I had the toy and everything, shooting out webs everywhere, and I thought I was the coolest person in the entire world. Could you stick to walls? I mean, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't athletic. <laughs> I fed the mold with them, so I can identify with them, yeah. So and also, I liked having the name, you know, his name was Spider-Man, but I called him Spidey. And I like giving our heroes nicknames, like Iron Man was Shellhead and so forth. 
And again, you go back to certain other comic book companies, I won't mention their name, but they never called Superman Soupy or <laughs> Batman Batty. See, it's sort of a, something that Marvel does. Hey. Um, and I know you have so many projects on the, you know, you do movies and you, you do cameos and shows. Um, you even have like uh, your nerd box, you know, with all these great things. What, what projects do you know, how do you have the time to do all this? Is there a clone out there of you somewhere? I wanted to say, I don't have the time to do <laughs> I wish I did. And I do as much as I have time for this. There's, there's a million things I'd like to do that I don't have the time for. I have ideas for stories and movies and magazines. I'll never get to them because we're too busy working on the stuff that we're working on now. And um, to me, the most important thing is to be busy. And if you're lucky enough to like the work you do, and any of you who are young high school students, let's say, and after a while you'll start looking for a job, try to find a job in a business and doing something that you're really interested in. Because if you do the kind of work you like, you don't feel as if you're working. It's like you're playing. <laughs> so that, that I was always lucky that way because, and I was always working with such talented people. Yeah. Uh, again, as Jack Kirby, John Romita, Steve Ditko, I mean, my God, any, any idea that I had, they made it look like it was 10 times better because they drew it so well. <laughs> I was lucky. That is lucky. I just find it amazing that even to this day, you still have ideas. Like, you're not running out of ideas at all. Like, even ones that you can't get to. Like, do you even have, like, a timeline maybe where you can bring back maybe the Destroyer for modern day? <laughs> you know, I should try to find that old Destroyer story. Yes, I have no please. idea what it was. I just remember the name. And all right, I'll look it up. Hey! Look it up. Yes. And if it turns out good, I'll dedicate it to you. <gasps> <laughs> Jose is about to have a heart attack right now, okay? No, don't it you dare. <laughs> um, and with all the projects and all the things and all the stuff that you do, you're so passionate, you know? Where does that passion come from? I thought you were going to say you're so adorable, but okay. Uh, no, I'll you settle are. For passionate. Oh, no, no, Stan, you are adorable. Trust. Okay. Yes. Well, the, the passion comes from, as I say, if you like the work you do. Um, I, I have friends who do all sorts of things. Uh, one of them is a, a scientist. He's a research scientist. Play, he's in a lab all the time with, with test tubes. But he loves it. <laughs> so that, to him, it's not like working. It's like he can't wait to go to that lab and use those test tubes, whatever he does with them. And uh, it's very important, as I say, that you just enjoy the work. You do. And if you're lucky enough to work with guys you like and you respect. And again, I was always so lucky there because I worked with the best artists in the business. And just to watch them draw was, oh, man. I, I always, see, I used to draw when I was a kid, but I couldn't draw like them. And to see, it's almost like you... Like the drawing was already in their head and they were just tracing it on the paper. Wow. These drawings came so easily to them. And every idea that I had when they illustrated it, it looked better than, than I thought it was because they drew it so well. So again, the most important thing, 
do the kind of work you like, and if you can, work with people you respect and whom you can learn from, and then you've got it made. And then someday you'll do a little panel up here in Chicago. Yay. Um, you know, with traveling and doing all these fun projects, is there something that if you did have time for, is there anything that you would love to do? Any passion project that, you know? Yeah, I've got a few, a few outlines in my office uh, for new movies, for new... In fact, there's a new one that you'll see in a couple years. It's called the... Uh, I forgot the name. Um, hey, are you here, Mike? <laughs> Mike, are you listening? You got the name? <laughs> the, oh, damn. The, uh, the Annihilator. I, I also have no memory at all, but he's called the Annihilator, and he's kind of, I, I think he's going to be incredibly popular. He may start out as a movie rather than a comic book. Oh. We're, gonna, we're starting to work on him now, so remember the name, the, the Annihilator, Annihilator. Hey. and try not to meet him in a dark alley ever. Uh, can, can you tell us a little bit about The Annihilator? Oh no. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I want you to go to the theater and see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're really excited to meet him in a few years when he comes out in the theater. Um, and I know with people here at C2E2, you know, who are coming to meet you, are you going to be around all weekend hanging I out? I think so, yeah. All right. Oh, so you yeah. guys can meet him and hang out? I'm going to be here as long as the con is here. I love this convention and uh, I like being with all the people. Yeah, and I know you're really active on Twitter. You, I've seen your tweets. They're hilarious. Um, wh what's that like for you coming in this whole, like, social media where people just now can connect so quickly with you? And uh, is it mind-blowing? I think it's the greatest thing in the world. The, the computer has changed everything. I'm a little frustrated because my eyesight isn't as good as it used to be. So it's hard for me to see things on the computer. And I have people doing the Twittering for me, yeah. you know. But um, gosh, just the idea that you can go to your computer and ask any question at all. Like, uh, what year did Stanley do the Destroyer? It'll probably tell you in one <laughs> second, you know. It has all the knowledge there is in that little computer. And you, when I was a kid, if we had a test in school, we had to buy a book about the subject and read the book and study it and make outlines and underline things. Now you just go to your computer. Hey, tell me everything I need to know in this <laughs> test. And, and it does it. And it's right there. Now you're living in a great world and it's getting more and more exciting with all these electronics. Even you, t you take it for granted now but the fact that you can get into your car and you give it an address and it tells you where to go, what street to go to, where to turn, where to stop. How do, I don't understand. How does it do it? Where did that knowledge come from? Is there somebody up there watching you? It's incredible. I hope you appreciate all the wonders that are around your world. A lot of wonders, and you are wondering. We are so, so happy that you can be here with us and all our friends at Twitch. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for everything. You and mean all that's your time. it? That, I, I, got, I got all booked up and stuff, hooked up just for this. For this? I know, it's like his first time using this thing right here, and I'm like, he's doing a great job. You're, you're a pro. 
You're a pro, but we're so happy to have you and thank you for everything that you do for the community and making us all feel, you know, I think for a lot of us, you know, it wasn't cool to be a nerd, you know, back then. It, like, you know, we all had that, those issues and like you made it cool for us to be a nerd. And oh, nerdism is the highest state of mankind. <laughs> Yay! There we go. Well, thank you for everything. And everyone who's tuning in, make sure you stick around. We got a lot of stuff for you in store. And uh, don't go anywhere.